Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. In his newest book, Tribe on Homecoming and Belonging, Sebastian Younger writes that for many people, war feels better than peace and hardship can turn out to be a great blessing and disasters are sometimes remembered more fondly than vacations. Humans don't mind hardship, he continues. In fact, we thrive on it. What we mind is not feeling necessary. What we mind is not belonging. In the 1760s, during the frontier wars in Pennsylvania, a young Swiss colonel was charged with liberating people who had been taken prisoner by the Ojibwa Indians. It went very badly. Almost universally, they had no interest in being liberated. They didn't want to leave their adopted tribe. Thousands of Europeans are Indians, one man lamented, and we have no examples of even one of those Aborigines having, from choice, become European. He concluded there must be something singularly captivating and far superior to anything to be boasted of among us. What was that something? Belonging. All the material bounty of so-called Western civilization couldn't compete with the richly communal nature of an Indian tribe. Why? Sebastian Younger writes, modern society, despite its nearly miraculous advances in medicine, science, and technology, is afflicted with some of the highest rates of depression, poor health, anxiety, and chronic loneliness in human history. Surrounded by others, we can feel deeply, dangerously alone. Affluence makes it eight times worse. On the other hand, people who are materially poor are forced to share their time and resources. And as a result, he says, live in closer communities. Imbolo Mbue, celebrated author of Behold the Dreamers, emigrated to the United States from Cameroon 18 years ago. At times nearly penniless, she considered returning to her motherland, where life had seemed less stressful, even though her home had no electricity or running water. I don't think we ever felt poor, she says. Poverty was about not having people. The self-determination theory holds that we need three things to be content. To feel competent at what we do, to feel authentic in our lives, and to feel connected with others. 
Here's a soul-searing quote from the Journal of Affective Disorders. In effect, humans have dragged a body with a long hominid history into an overfed, malnourished, sedentary, sunlight-deficient, sleep-deprived, competitive, inequitable, and socially isolating environment with dire consequences. Journal of Affective Disorders. We humans are profoundly wired to help each other, to help one another. War, natural disaster, and other tragedies create a community of sufferers who experience a deeply reassuring connection to one another and social solidarity. But the beauty and the tragedy of the modern world, writes Sebastian Younger, is that it eliminates many situations that require us to demonstrate a commitment to the common good. Soldiers returning from war are alienated and depressed and, get ready for it, the problem does not seem to be battlefield trauma so much as re-entry into society. They were willing to die for their country, but they're not sure how to live for it. And it's not just soldiers. After the war ended in Bosnia, someone spray painted on a wall, it was better when it was really bad. I've been reflecting on the word dispirited. We all know what it means to be dispirited, that feeling of inner collapse. I wonder what is the opposite of dispirited? Would you say inspired? From the Latin words in and spirare, meaning to breathe in, as in a divine truth, inspired. How about enthusiastic? From the Greek word enthusiasmos, possessed by a god, or full of the spirit, enthusiastic. How can we access that experience? A psychologist writes, we will feel better psychologically if we have more involvement with our community. When we are actively engaged in a cause, our lives have more purpose. Sebastian Younger calls it acting in a tribal way. This, he says, is the willingness to cultivate a sense of solidarity and to sacrifice for your community. When we wrote the Arlington Street mission statement, gathered in love and service for justice and peace, I thought it was for church, for our work together, our mission. But I find that it is occupying an increasingly larger place in my life. As we began to live here, the discipline of holding up everything we do against those nine words, and especially against those four words, love, service, justice, peace. I found myself holding up everything I do, asking to be guided by their meanings and to live up to their ideals. It is an ongoing, profoundly transformative experience. 
I know many of you also strive to live these words. I commend us to it, to begin each day asking to be in the service of love and justice and peace. It changes everything. To say yes to living our mission is the beginning of belonging. Today we gather at the breaking crest of the wave of a new year together. The Society of Friends, the Quakers, have a beautiful expression that I love to recall at beginnings. They say, way opens. Proceed as the way opens. In other words, when the details aren't clear, be confident, faithful, and rock on. Life will unfold. The Tiffany Glass restoration is nearing completion, marking the time we will welcome in the world to view these long-hidden gems, sharing our wealth and inviting our guests to share theirs. It's taken a long, long time for the permanent accessibility ramp to be completed. Some would say we've been waiting since 1861. <laughs> but my friends, this, this will be the year it will be done, and we will take another great leap in prophetic hospitality. And God knows that with the leadership of our transformation team for racial justice, we have work to do, life-saving work in deepening our relationships with our Muslim neighbors and in partnership with Black Lives Matter. We have children to introduce to a faith without dogma, elders to honor with our listening and our care. And there will be time here to restore our souls from all the good hard work we do when we leave this place and carry our mission into the world. Time to be renewed, time to renew, time to rest in the great embrace of this beloved spiritual community. My cherished colleague and friend, John Behrens, asked his grandmother, a faithful churchgoer, why she goes to church. John recorded her response. Why I go to church, she replied, oh, Yanni, soul you know, sometime get very empty. Faith small like mustard seed. My grandmother, says John, had been orphaned in Eastern Europe before she was 10. She came to America through Ellis Island. Her older sister welcomed her to Chicago. There she met and married another orphan. They had four children. But by the end of the influenza epidemic of 1919, she and my grandfather had buried all four babies. Soul get very empty indeed. That was when my grandfather stopped going to church, when it seemed his wife was going to die as well and the priest wouldn't come to give her the last rites. But she didn't die. And then in the Great Depression, with three more children to feed, my grandfather lost his factory job. During World War II, nearly all their remaining family in Slovakia died or were killed. I go to church, said my grandmother, and in my soul, I have to be grateful just to be alive. I am there with other people. 
So I don't think just about my own problems. Many have them, just like me. I pray with them and for them. My thoughts go wider, deeper, higher. Sometimes it does not even matter if the priest's sermon is not so very good. I pray for you and for all young people. Then hope comes back. I pray for your grandfather and love returns. I go to him to show him not just by words that is no good in life to stay bitter, I get him to help me do something nice for a child or a neighbor. Yanni, that's why I go back to church every week. The research says that even a single instance of being excluded can undermine IQ test performance, self-control, and well-being. But a sense of belonging to a greater community improves our health, motivation, and happiness. All good roads lead to belonging. There is comfort and encouragement in knowing that we should never judge our insides by other people's outsides, and that we are not alone. When we experience our connection to others, as John Buren's grandmother says, we know that everyone struggles and that gratitude and generosity are the gateway to joy. Beloved spiritual companions, may we be inspired, breathing in divine truth. May we be filled with the spirit, enthusiastic. May we be happy, which is to say, May we feel connected. Soul get very empty. May we fill it with gratitude and love, service, justice. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.